Welcome to Beyond Our Focus. I'm Stefan, this is Amanda, and this is Breaking Prisms, where we'll be going over the third episode of The Twilight Zone, called Mr. Ditton, Ditton, Dinton on Doomsday. Doomsday. Yes. Interesting. When I think Doomsday, it's not what I thought about when this episode <laughs> actually went on. No. I don't even remember what the summary was, like... On Netflix, what the little summary was? I don't remember. I didn't read it, so... Well, I guess I can't remember if I didn't read it. Yes. Well, I don't remember because I did read it, but... <laughs> because we actually read it at the end of our last episode of Breaking Probably. Prisms. Sure. <laughs> I don't remember what it said, though. <laughs> Neither do I. But, yeah. If you watch the last episode and you stay that, stuck around that long towards the end, you'll know. But we don't, and it'll be all right. So, we'll start off... Let's see... I guess from the beginning. No, the better place. The place is here. The time is now. <laughs> Best Which times is ever. In the old west. Yes, I, it. The old. It, it is very much a western setting. You have the saloon, and you have the. Well, the entire show takes place within like twenty feet of each other. Yes. It's like we have the saloon. We have outside the saloon. That is it. <laughs> Oh no! I forget. We go into one other room. He's like his hotel or his house assume, or whatever. I don't know. Briefly. So, of course, the first immediate thing that I saw that was interesting was the fact of, which we talked about a little bit, was the weird, strange laugh track only seen at the very beginning of the episode. Yeah. Well, the pretty much the premise of this episode is it centers around Mr. Denton. The town drunk. Al, yeah, Al Denton, the town drunk. So when the scene opens up as he's stumbling out of the bar, people are like, ha, 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 ha. And then he literally stumbles, falls, and a guy to try to wake him out of it pours his beer on his head. They have depressing music in the background. The scene is serious, and yet... There's this strange laugh track. Again, only at the beginning of the episode. I don't remember hearing it all through the rest of the episode. Just no. right there at the beginning. Like, this is odd. This doesn't fit the tone. It's weird. To me, it almost felt like either one, which I had already looked it up. It's not filmed in front of a live audience, so it wasn't that. Or two, it kind of reminded me of a badly... Uh, pirated video <laughs> like someone that went into like was watching their netflix or watching their twilight zone and had their little film set up and people were laughing in the background that's how bad it was yeah, it's just, it just it, it was out of place yes. it didn't seem right and then from that point i was like am i gonna like this episode or is this gonna be like the, the third and it's just like okay this one's way off track i'm not gonna enjoy this no. and then we go a little further and I enjoy it a lot more. I start like, okay, I like this character, like what we're doing. It's still very old. It's a little over the top in certain yeah. areas. The the villain, the man in black, because oh, he's the only Western guy. He's, everyone else is like, what you'd expect. This guy, 100% in black. Like, it's probably, what, 150 degrees out here, and you dressed in black out in the sand? Come on. Well. He's kind of the douchebag who wants Denton... Uh, sing sing a couple lines for a drink. Yes. And of course, you know, being that he is an alcoholic, he does it. He does it. And of course, the you have the bar maiden and the bartender sitting back and she's like, you know, can't you stop this? Can't you, can't you go help him? And he's like, there's pretty much nothing. She I seems can do. to be 
dressed really fancily, like, like almost too fancy. Actually, everyone was a little too fancy for a Western setting. It depends, though, because um, a lot of Westerns, especially if it's like the town saloon and everything like that, you do have the ruffians, but uh, a lot of times you do see the women wearing like the... Yeah, I just, it seemed too clean. Yeah. Too pretty. Well, yes, as it a seems, Western, it was very clean. It's like this. Y'all seem like you just put on these costumes for the first even, time ever, and they were just made right then and there. Even as the town drunk, like his hair was messed up, but it was messed up perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> so there was that. Um, we keep at the beginning. I'm like, this is. We keep going to this weird guy. They just yes. keep going back to his face, and I'm like, who is this guy? The yes. peddler. Yes, they show, of course, the a, the side of a wagon. It says Henry J. Fate. Yes. And or it says what? Um, it says what his thing was, um, of extraordinaire or something yeah. on the side, and then it had his name, Henry J. Fate. Yeah. Uh, what? Whatever he's selling. I I don't know. Like in the introduction, as far as um, it says. This is a peddler, a rather fanciful-looking little man in a black frock coat. A revol- a Okay, yeah, never mind. And this is the third principal character. Okay. So, pretty much, how the narrator, narrator sets up this one is that he says, This is our drunk man. This is our peddler. And then... A revolver kind of magically... Yeah. After he falls and passes out after getting his drink yes. and whatnot, a revolver just magically appears next to him. Yes, and he says, and this is the third principal character of our story. Its function, perhaps to give Mr. Al Denton his second chance. Yes. It's like, hmm. So he gets I... this gun and he's like, huh, it's not mine. No. <laughs> I didn't get this. This isn't my gun. Yeah. We get a little little backstory, like, oh, he used to be a great shot, apparently, yes. according to well, whoever the woman was. Uh, it was... I forget her name. Miss... I just I just read it, too. Miss... Oh, I forget her Liz name. Liz Smith. Miss Smith. Oh, of course, the most Miss generic Smith. name ever. Liz, uh, yeah. <laughs> Miss Smith. But, uh... What was it? I don't know. What was it? I don't know. I don't remember what it was, but either way, like, the uh, revolver just kind of materializing next to him, and him saying to give Mr. Al Denton his second chance, maybe it's from watching too much Black Mirror, (laughs) maybe it was just because it is the Twilight Zone, so you never know what was going to happen. I see a revolver laying on the ground and this is going to be a second chance. He's a town drunk. I'm like... <laughs> Who are we killing? Yeah. Who's dying? <laughs> Especially when, you know, right after he finds the revolver, he's looking at it. Captain Bully appears again. Captain Jackass? I don't know what yeah, I don't know. Him. I don't know. He, yeah, I think he gets a name at some point, yeah. but I don't remember what it was. Not that it's really that important. No. He was he's a douchebag, but... Uh, so uh, he's like, oh, I mean, he talks to the woman, they give me a little backstory, and then that guy walks out, yes. and he's, he once again wants him to sing, to get a drink, and he does, a little, I'm like, fine, go get your drink, and then he realizes he has a gun. I, uh, huh, you're, I'm sorry, but if you're that, like, just messed up, you're wasted on alcohol, and you look down, and a revolver has magically appeared on the ground. I mean, he didn't see it appear, but no. 
I'm sorry. I think I'd be hallucinating. Like, I'd just be like... Well, I mean, this, we're the Old West. We're assuming everyone's got guns, and they make it kind of obvious that seems what's going on. He knows his way around the gun, yeah. as obvious from a little bit we get in the beginning. And then he's like, ah, oh, I, just, I just found this over there, and I didn't mean to do anything. And then we cut to the peddler, and he's, hmm, his yeah. this <laughs> smoldering look, and then the gun just fires. Yes. Shoots the other guy in the hand. Yes. In, in no kill shots. Just no, no, no. We don't ever kill anyone. Yes. It's very friendly. It's just, it's just gotta get the revolver out of your hand. Woohoo. Just. Which, all of a sudden after that, the entire town loves him and it's wonderful that he shot this guy. And Which, to me, was a, confuse, it was a confusing point at first, except for, you know... The town bully just got shown up. Woohoo! Except then, that's when you realize, oh, he used to be a great shot. He mm. used to be big in this town, and it just happened that he. Be- well, okay, it didn't happen, but um, <laughs> it's like everyone suddenly, oh, your talent's back again. Like you're going back to your old ways. Like we're so excited for you. I'll buy you a drink, kind of thing, and. Then he just, all of a sudden, he, he grows this magical backbone, and he backhands the guy. He comes he's in, not- and he's like, ah, oh, I'm going to get you, and he shoots it. We see the the smoldering look again from the peddler, and he shoots the lamp, and it yeah, falls on his head. And It's just, the guy, does, the guy is, they're literally staring at each other. The um, Denton is has this confused look like, oh, what's going on? And then, ba-bam! And the chandelier lamp thing falls, hits the gun out of his hand, which, I'm sorry, but the gun fired. So it does who, fire. Who, gets, who got shot accidentally? Like, yeah, I thought we were going to pan over and, like, the bartender got yeah. shot or something. Didn't happen, though. No. Apparently not. And then that's when it's like, he's like, hmm... Thinking in his head, kind of like, maybe I am back. And they're like, hey, do you need a drink? And he's like, nah... I'm good. He walks over to the yeah. guy who stood back up and just backhands him and knocks him to the ground. He said, I think I've had enough. Okay. And then, of course, everyone's like, ooh, and ah. Uh, and it's just, it, the whole thing's just kind of weird because he goes, I think I'm going to go get a shave. I'm going to get a shave. He wants to clean up. He wants to look nice again. He decides he needs a shave, so he leaves. How do we get his backstory? Is it that girl talks to him again? Yes. I think uh, she comes into his uh, his place or something. Yeah, Liz pretty much comes in because what what sense of what sense you get from it is that by him becoming a gunslinger again, he knows it will draw people in, and he's going to have to have shootouts with people. Like yes. For some reason, that's just the thing that happens. People have to come to the town for no reason other than have a gunfight. To kill somebody. Yes. It's the only thing you can do, apparently. Hobbies. I guess that's the only one everyone's got. But yeah, so uh, pretty much she's kind of like, you know, you don't have to do this. And he's like, I haven't, I, I haven't even held a gun. This is the first time I've held a gun in... I don't know if they gave gave how many years. No, because the last time we... Earlier he had said, and I haven't held a gun since... Yeah. I can't remember. Yes. And so then you pretty much learn that the reason why he stopped and became an alcoholic 
was because of an incident that happened from someone coming into town and Having a challenging shootout. him to a duel. He ends up killing a 16-year-old kid, and he has serious regret over that, which he seems to have regret over everyone he ends up killing. Yeah. Because he ends up killing apparently quite a few people. Yeah. And he just said every morning he got up and drink a little bit earlier. Yes. And a little bit earlier. And that kid was the kind of the, oh, the yeah. final straw. Yes. And... What's funny is, because as I said, like, when I, I think I had mentioned this earlier, but I was looking through the wiki just to see, I was trying to find out if the laugh track was supposed to be there or not. It's not, but, um, one of the things that was mentioned was that this scene, the scene of him talking to Liz and talking the, about how the, he, the whole 16, killing a 16 year old kid, it, it, it's very similar to a certain movie. Oh, Yes. <laughs> Um, yes. So apparently this scene inspired the scene from Blazing Saddles, where he says that he got challenged by a six-year-old child and was shot, and that's, it turned him into a drunk. I'm going to watch this movie one day. I've heard too many <laughs> things about it. I like Gene Wilder. Yes. It's a thing I need to watch one day. Yes, his character, you know, got shot by a six-year-old, and it, was just, it just was too much for him. So he tells her that uh, he's just... This is the day he's going to die. Yeah. I'm going to die. I'm not going to win this. I can't shoot anymore. Yeah. Because right after this, or right before this, they showed him trying to shoot. Yes. He does his practice. Like, he walks away from his target, which I think is like a jar or something. Some kind of item sitting on a bench. And he turns around and he kind of shoots and it's like, boom. He misses a couple times and he's kind of shaking and it's like... He's not going to win this. He knows he can't win this. It's not going to happen. He's not that good. No. This uh, peddler has been making things happen. Yes. he. Ha- it's the night before the big... Ch- oh, that reminds me. He's sitting in the saloon at one point, or standing in the saloon, and then... Well, I, think it, I think this is like his house. I think is he it? just... Okay, so oh, he yeah, just he, got done shaving. Yes, he, he did. He just got done shaving, and then the someone pretty much walks in and is like... Mr. Grant... We'll be yes. challenging you at 10 tonight or something like yes. that. Yes. And he's like... Uh, Which I think, like, how do people hear so quickly? I know. Barely anything's happened. This is the Old West. There's not, like, telephones or stuff. And just all of a sudden, people are back in town. Word spreads fast. Apparently. I don't know how close the next town over is. <sighs> but, yes, apparently he has been challenged... And it he, it rattles him like I mean he obviously knows that he's like well this is the day I'm gonna die and then but that's when after this starts. little thing he decides you know what I'm leaving yes I'm just not even gonna stay I'm gone he grabs a couple things he goes to leave and the peddler in his little cart is outside yes and we have a nice little conversation yes I can't remember what he says he walks up to him and I mean obviously Mr. Fate. Mr. Fate. Says something about, like, oh, and so I see you're leaving, but I can't remember exactly what Denton said to him, because it was kind of, it was, it was just something like, I, I don't have something, and I can't, I wish I would have wrote it down, but. It's like, well, I think you should stay. He's like, yeah, yeah, I should stay. I should stay and get killed or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, I sell quite a few wares, and I have this and that and this and potions. Yes. Like, yeah. And you see a little little look in his eye. It's like, yes, potions or elixirs. Yes, elixirs. I've always loved that word. But um, 
This remind. What does this remind me of? Well, a movie I'm about to bring up. We're going okay. a small tangent because the movie I love, um, because the I, Mr. Fate. Yes. Automatically reminds me of another movie. Okay. It's called Mr. Destiny. Okay. It's got John Belushi. Oh. Okay. Michael Caine, and um, the the lady who played the uh, in the original Terminator. Yes, I can't think of the name, but yeah, I know who you're she, talking about. It's uh, John Belushi is the main person. She's the wife, and so you haven't seen this. I don't. We're gonna have think to. So. I love this movie. <laughs> it's an old movie. There's some cheese to it, but um, he has a really bad day at work. It's his birthday. It seems like everyone's forgot. His wife says she's got to work late. He has a bad day, so he stops at a bar on his way home. Okay. And the bartender is Michael Caine. And he asks for a beer or something, and he makes him, he, he convinced her something else, he convinces him, and he makes a little cocktail, and he gives it to him, and he drinks it. And he goes back outside, and his car is gone. And he turns around to go back into the call, and the bar's closed. What the fuck? The call, like, a, t- uh, or a taxi or something, because he thinks someone stole his car yeah. and they towed it. And then, so he ends up getting, eventually getting a phone or something, getting a taxi, and they bring him to this giant house. Because they have a conversation, he's not happy with his life. Yeah. He, if, because the movie actually starts off exactly when he's, like, back in his high school, and he misses this one ball when he's playing baseball. Oh. And he feels like that ball, if he hit it, because they lose the game because he missed the ball. Yeah. He feels like if he hit the ball, he would have got what the girl he wanted, and his life would have been different. So, Mr. Destiny, he changes his life. Oh, to make it, Where he hit it. the ball, <laughs> and the taxi takes him to this giant mansion that he now lives in. Oh. And then the whole movie is about him seeing this new life. But... Kind of wanting his old life back. Yeah. And then Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Michael Caine keeps reappearing in the show. Yeah. To talk to him about things. And it's really, really good. Hmm. I love it. I will definitely have to look for that one. I uh, No, uh, for some reason for me, it's just like, it reminded me, it's a reoccurring theme in a lot of movies, but for some reason... Uh, just the whole, you know, everybody, the person standing outside, selling elixirs and stuff like that, uh, selling potions, and I couldn't remember what movie just came to mind that was like, they were selling, like, phony stuff. I don't remember if they had one in... Think of the same setting as Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the, just that kind of setting... And I just remember that they had a guy peddling elixirs and everything, and it was supposed to be a cure-all. And, of course, the guy, the person keeps getting chased away. And I just, it bothers me that I can't remember what movie it is, but that's when our audience comes back and says, every single movie that ever has a peddler in it. I mean, well, even, like, yeah. e- even Sweeney Todd. Yeah. And I'm trying to sell the... His little thing. Yeah. And it's like, smells like piss. <laughs> yes. I love that movie. I love that movie. It's such a great movie. Um, um, but as far as this one goes, so he pretty, fate pretty much comes back and says, well, I have the perfect one for you. Yes. It will make you the quickest draw ever or something. Yes. You can shoot a quarter. Seconds. Yeah, for 10 seconds. You can shoot a, a quarter. It wasn't a quarter. He used another word. But basically a quarter yeah. or something out of midair from... 10 feet away or 30 feet away or something. Yeah. And it's like, try it. Try the merchandise. 
Yes. So he he goes ahead and takes a little sip and is like, he points to a lamp across the street and says, "That's your target." Yes. And so. And boom! And just it busts. It's like, ooh! And he gives him another bottle, and he's like, "How much do I owe you?" Or something. He's like, "It's free." Yeah. Just, yeah. just remember, this is the the night uh, fate stepped in. Yes. Honey. Yes. Um, but yes, so he, he he's still kind of unsure about it. Yeah, he's like, definitely. Yeah. Some guy hands you a bottle and it's just like... Mm. <laughs> but uh, so the next day or the same, that night or however... I see, I think that night. Well, most of the time when they do like quick draws and stuff, it's either very early morning or like... See, I agree, but this Sunday. didn't seem like no early morning. Yeah. <laughs> It seemed like it was that evening he was going to be there. Yeah. And for whatever reason, we're going to have a shootout in, in the, the bar. bar. That did not Not in the street. street. In, in the, the bar. bar. Yeah. That is one thing that didn't make sense to me. Because I was like, you picture the Old West, you know, you put the, have the town road going straight Of course, through. the one road that runs yeah. the whole town. You have yeah. the clock tower with the... <laughs> Billy the Kid. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking but, like Quick and the Dead. Yes. I love that. But you just have the two people, you know, the paces, you turn around, you shoot. No, no, this was happening in a bar. Of course. So they, he just kind of walks in all smooth, looking around. See, and I expected something very different to happen here. I did not expect what happened to happen. Yeah. Because when I saw the guy, I'm like, he's going to be a young kid. Yes. Watching me like a little 16, 17 That's what I was waiting for. kid. And he, he's going to be like... I'm not going. I'm not going to use it. I'm just going to die here. I'm not yeah. going to kill this kid. Yeah. I'm not going to do it again. And I just expected him to die. Yes. Like fake, fake killed him. Yes, I thought. Like I maybe even revenge for killing the 16 year old kid or something. Something odd like that. Yeah. But that's not at all what happened. No, no. He no. is young, but Early 20s, maybe. Yeah, maybe like early 20s. But that's not how this goes at all. No, not at all. Like he's kind of turned towards the bar and he has the bottle and you, you, you see that hesitation like mm-hmm. do I take it do I not take it do I take it and then it's like you know just go ahead just do it drinks it turns around then you see the other guy and he looks at the bar he sees the bottle and then it goes to the kid's hand and he has the exact same bottle in his hand and that's when you realize that then fear jumps into his eyes <laughs> and he's like crap yes both of you now have this elixir, and then both of you are really going to be dead shots. So it's like, ooh. If you're both the fastest, and, how? And it goes ex- pretty much how you'd expect it to. Sort of. Yeah, pretty, sort of in a clean, you know, nobody. PG, yeah. kid-friendly way. So pretty much it's like, well, bam And then you see both of them get hit, and you're thinking, oh, they're both going down, except then it's like, nope, nope, it's the same trick from earlier. Exactly. They just get shot in the hand. Yes, and then... And the doctor's like, he says something, no one wins. Yeah, he pretty much is like, oh, this is a draw, and then walks over and starts wrapping his hand, oh, you're never gonna shoot again with this hand. You're gonna have stiff fingers and blah, blah, blah. And then your hands are gonna be stiff, and it's just like, wait. So, then he, you see him being wrapped, and then he like looks over, and sure enough, the kid has the same wrapping going exactly. on in his hand. And what what did he say to Liz? It was something like, "We've been blessed" or something like that. Yes, I've been blessed. We've been blessed. Yeah, he said we've been blessed because he did bring the. Because he thought the kid, he thinks the kid's been blessed too because he's not going to have the same fate he yes. had. Yes, 
And so he walks over to the kid and pretty much just goes like, you know, we have the same... I think he does say something like that. Like, we have the same fate now and the kid is more disappointed. He's a lot more disappointed. (laughs) You see him leave the bar disappointed. Oh, it says Denton tells his young opponent that they have both been blessed because they will never again be able to fire a gun in anger. Yes, in anger. Yes. And I think, again, we watch the kid walk off. I don't even know if he... We see Denton again, but I don't think anything's really said, and it kind of trails off and we get the narration at the end. Um, it pretty much is Grant actually walks out and sees the peddler, and mm-hmm. the pet, and Mr. Fate kind of smiles at him, and he kind of looks like, I'm ashamed. Like, he, <laughs> he kind of has that, like, young, disappointed feel to him where he's just like, I didn't win, and now I can't even shoot a gun anymore. So it's like, you kind of think maybe he's just, he's happy to be alive, but he doesn't want to show it. So he kind of just gives that brush off to his friends and they all turn around and walk away. Fate steps in and prevents, helps two people, kind of, maybe? It says, Mr. Henry Fate, dealer in utensils and pots and pans uh, and potions, a fanciful little man in a black frock coat who can help a man climbing out of a pit. Or another man from falling into one. Yes, that's the ending. That's yes. the ending narration. Because you see, because you see, fate can work that way in the Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. Yes. So, by the end of the episode, I really enjoyed the episode. Yes, I thought I it was do. actually really good, really clean, more so than in, yes. I think it should be. But this was also old on normal TV. This isn't like Black Mirror. Yeah. So I, I get it. I understand it. But it sure did a lot more than I thought I was going to from the initial couple minutes with the weird laugh track and everything. So, really enjoyed it. Thought it was good. Another good episode from Twilight Zone. Yes. And once again, as we've been saying, every single episode so far stands up still very well, even to this day. Yes. It stands up incredibly well. Yes. Some weird things you can tell. It's all TV and stuff. But still holds up really well. I enjoy things about this one more so than I did about the last episode. Yeah. About poor whatever his name Lou. was. Huh? Lou. Yeah, Lou, who just wasn't surprised by anything. No. <laughs> That's still the yeah. biggest thing about that episode. At least, at least when when Denton gets the gun and it just randomly shoots, he's looking at it like, oh my goodness, what's going on? Like, exactly. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Like, this things seem mine. surprising. Yeah. Not that this is a average, normal thing. Yes. But, you know, it's always weird in the Twilight Zone. In the Twilight Zone. And I've liked... My big complaint from the first one is that there's nothing weird or supernatural about it. It all got very, very neatly tied in a bow by the end. Yes. It was a little too neat and tied in a bow for me. Yes. And each of these episodes have gone a little strange and weird, which is what I prefer. It feels like the Twilight Zone. Yes. And not like this normal thing. Conspiracy theory. Yeah. So, (laughs) I like that more. I enjoyed the episode. I thought it was good. Still keep looking forward to going each week with these, or each, every other week on these Twilight Zone episodes because I haven't seen them so there's something new. And that's the thing, it's like been ages and I don't think I've seen every single one so it's like, they're they're all nice little gems, there's no, just like Black Mirror, there's no tie-ins, there's no, if you want to just scroll through Netflix and pick a random episode, you, you don't have it. To exactly. worry about it. Never hurts anything. It, it's the anthology method. Yes. It's really cool. It can be done really well. It gives an opportunity to tell a bunch of different stories. Yeah. And if you can keep a tied in, which Twilight Zone does a lot more than Black Mirror. The tied in is always the same narrator. Yes. And it kind of begins and ends the same way. As far as how narrating, something's happening, 
and you get the story, and you back back out, and you have the narration again of the same guy. So it feels like you're part of the same show. Yeah. Where Black Mirror doesn't yeah. feel like it's part of the same show at all. Not even a little bit. It's like, we found some stories, y'all do something, we'll put them together under the Black Mirror banner, but that's it. Yeah, that's the, that's pretty much it. Yeah. But, and these also, real quick. Oh, yeah. Like both of us, like, started watching, like, oh, crap, I'm almost done with the episode. Yeah. That, that was surprised. I think this one felt the fastest to me. I think maybe it's because there was more going on, mm-hmm. like, just more happening compared to just a man walking around in a quiet place, or a guy talking to death and sell, trying to sell stuff. So it's like, this one definitely, as you're watching it, you're like, I want to know what happens. Like, I want to know what happens. I want to know what happens. And then it's like, next thing you know, you're like, well, yeah, you have like seven minutes left. What's going to happen? That is about the only thing is that it builds up, builds up, builds up. And then at the very, it's like, towards the end, it's like, boom, 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 boom. I just, which I mean, it's a draw. It's a duel. That's That's how this works, unfortunately. (laughs) Uh, But I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Looking forward to watching more. Looking super forward to seeing next week's episode on Black Mirror, episode three. Uh, you've been waiting for this one. Because I like so. this episode. I love the idea, and I want—I can't wait for us to talk about it a little bit. Okay. And I'm really think it's also going to be the question for next week for what you if. That's mm-hmm. why I really okay. think because I, 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 it's a great concept that I really want to drag it into that episode as well. Okay. Uh, do you know what it's called? I, I don't. Why would I know that? I can't pull it up on. Oh wait, wait, wait. Okay. Maybe you can. Maybe you can't. My one little bar. I'm gonna try to do that. Um. But, as always, as she pulls up this for next week, we have shows four days a week. You're hearing a plane at the moment. It's very loud. <laughs> Even to hear, it's very loud. We're going to wait till that passes for just a second. And on Mondays, we have Less Blabber, which is our Dark Tower, going over the books. On uh, Tuesdays, which is today, Breaking Prisms, which is Twilight Zone and Black Mirror. Thursdays is Would You If... And Fridays, we end the show with a nice rambling, ranting, what's in the box. What's in the box? So we get to chit-chat and have fun with that. But other than that, you can reach me at BJJGamer. Reach Amanda at KZBUP. You can reach the show at Beyond Our Focus on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. So we're kind of everywhere. And then if you want to listen to any of our shows on podcast services, we're on quite a few of them, including Spotify. And a lot of people are enjoying that Spotify. So it's up there as well. Anything? It's, it, it's, it's... Didn't work? It, that's it's fine. It's trying. It's trying, but that's It'll fine. be all right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Last minute. It, it heard us trying to... The entire history of you. Yes, that's the name. I do. should have known that. Yes. No, it's going to be... I'm looking super forward to that episode. I think it's probably my favorite episode of the first three episodes. The first season of Black Mirror. I think it is my favorite one. So I'm looking forward to seeing that next week. And you can hear us talk about that next week, Tuesday... But I think that's it. I think I've said anything. You got anything you want to throw in there last minute? Um, No, I think that's good. Awesome. Awesome. So until next time, be well.